Hello, and welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host, Alyssa. Thanks for joining me for my debut episode. Today, we're going to be talking about Golden Girls, Season 2, Episode 11, titled Twas the Nightmare Before Christmas. This episode aired on December 20th, 1986. For those of you who are unfamiliar with Golden Girls, I would hope that you're not because it's a fantastic show. So Golden Girls is about four senior citizens who live in Miami and they all live together and we see their lives. I first got into the Golden Girls when I was a kid. I was watching it. I was it used to be on Saturday nights. I don't know if you guys remember that. It used to be on Saturday nights right before Empty Nest, another show. That was a spinoff of the Golden Girls. And as a kid, I didn't really get the jokes, but I loved it. It was funny to me. I always loved Rose because Rose had like a kid-like humor that I could relate to. Through the years, I really got into it. And uh, now it's like a cult classic. You can find Golden Girls merchandise every everywhere now. I don't remember ever seeing Golden Girls merchandise when the show was actually popular, honestly. So, uh, so let's get let's get into the episode. The summary: the girls all want to visit their families for Christmas, but their plans are ruined when they are held hostage by a man dressed as Santa Claus at the grief counseling center Rose works at. We start out: Blanche is sneaking a mall Santa into the house for a little action. Dorothy and Rose come home from shopping. Rose is in the holiday spirit, cheery as always, but Dorothy thinks Christmas has become too commercial, and they have all their gifts, and they're complaining about how expensive their gifts are. Now, what do you think Dorothy bought? What do you think the top gifts were for 1986? What do you think she bought for her grandkids? Well, I have a list right here of the toys from 1986. Number one, G.I. Joe. My brother definitely had G.I. Joes. Now, these are the little figures. They uh, they shrunk them down big time. Pound puppies. Yes, I definitely had pound puppies. And I definitely got one for Christmas in 1986. Uh, Barbie. I'm sure I was playing with Barbies then too. I don't really remember. But I know back in 1986, Jem was a huge hit. A huge cartoon. And they had Jem-inspired Barbies. And that was the big uh, Barbie that year. Eddie Ruxpin. Oh, boy, do I remember Teddy Ruxpin. And yes, I got him same year, 1986. I got him from my grandpa. Uh, Teddy Ruxpin was creepy. What he was, if anybody's not familiar with Teddy Ruxpin, he was a bear, a teddy bear that you could put a little cassette tape in the back of him. And there's a little book that came with it. And you would read the book with him, and he'd read it to you. And he'd sing. But the creepy thing about Teddy Ruxpin was he was a robot. So he... So he would uh, blink at you. He would move his eyes, move his nose. Oh, he was creepy. I'm having flashbacks about it right now. I, I've, I've considered getting Teddy Ruxpin for my uh, two-year-old son, but I have definitely decided against that. Um, okay, Mask. I remember Mask. My brother was a big fan of that show. It was a very uh, short-lived show, um, kind of similar to G.I. Joe. Um, the next toy, Cabbage Patch Kids, 
Well, honestly, Cabbage Patch Kids were really popular when they came out in 1983 and 1984. Um, but they were still popular in 1986. So that was one of the hot toys. Transformers. That was a big toy in 1986. Laser tag. Now, that's something I did not have as a kid. I never, ever played laser tag. Uh, the laser tag sets were a huge, huge hit that year. World Wrestling Federation action figures. Hulk Hogan. Yes, I do remember those. We, My brother and I were really never into wrestling, so we didn't have them. Muscle uh, stands for millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere. These one-inch guys are space mutant wrestlers. They come with their own garbage cans. Hmm, okay. Okay, so those are the toys of 1986. So Dorothy might have got her, her grandbabies a uh, Teddy Ruxpin or Pound Puppies. But it's really interesting to see what the top toys were and how it changes over the years. Okay, back to the show. Blanche is chased into the living room by Santa, and the girls have this exchange. that Blanche is attracted to Santa Claus and she can't help herself when there's one around. Sophia walks in and tells Dorothy she used her credit card to buy presents. The girls decide to have a Christmas celebration together the day before they leave to visit their families. Rose wants a real St. Olaf style Christmas. So the girls decide to return all the gifts they got each other, and they decide to make a gift that comes from the heart. Okay, we go to the next day, uh, the day before Christmas Eve. The girls exchange their gifts. Dorothy gets a hand-carved maple syrup spigot from Rose. Then Blanche gives each of the girls her gift. I chose this episode for that one scene alone. I, It has got to be one of the funniest scenes in Golden Girls I've ever seen. And of course, when I was a kid, I had no idea what that joke meant. I Obviously, I know now. But it just went whoo, right over my head when I was a kid. The girls talk about their Christmases in their hometowns. Dorothy and Sophia in New York and Rose in St. Olaf. And I think Blanche is from Georgia, right? Savannah, Georgia or somewhere in Georgia. So it's time for bed, but Sophia wants to stay up and look at the Christmas tree. The girls stay until Rose tells them a St. Olaf story. 
and then they quickly say goodnight. The next day, while Rose is working at the grief counseling center, Rose is talking to Mr. Thurber, who has a lot of problems. In the past week, I've lost my job, my wife, my girlfriend, my house, my car, and all my money. And then just today, I've seriously gotten into playing with matches. Okay. Um, uh, Mr. Thurber has a seat next to Dorothy, and he creeps her out quite a bit, talking about matches and how beautiful fire looks. And there's some great... Uh, some great glances from uh, B. Arthur here. She's, she was fantastic. I absolutely loved B. Arthur. Uh, Rose's next client is Mr. Thompson, who is very depressed because he was a financial backer on Howard the Duck. Now, for those of you who don't remember Howard the Duck, it was a very, very terrible movie. Same year, 1986, about a, a duck from outer space who lands on, I don't remember exactly how he gets there, but he lands on Earth and has to adapt to Earth living. Oh, it's a bad movie. Oh, it's really bad. Of course, I saw it at the drive-in because back then they had drive-ins and back then uh, it was a pretty popular movie. And for kids, it was great. I mean, I loved it when I was a kid, but I watched it again and I couldn't sit through it anymore. Okay, uh, then we meet another client who is waiting to talk to Rose. He gives Blanche a sob story about how he's a broke artist and he had to burn his brushes to keep warm. Blanche falls for it and gives him money. Rose tells Blanche that Mr. Meyer is a compulsive liar. Mr. Meyer is played by an actor named Sam Anderson. You might remember him from Perfect Strangers as uh, Alki and Larry's boss, Mr. Gorpley. Uh, he was the boss... I think he was a boss that that uh, worked at the Chicago Tribune. Yes, Perfect Strangers was another uh, another big hit in 1986. Um, he was also in Growing Pains. Uh, he was he also played the principal in Forrest Gump, the one who uh, your boy has an IQ of 75. That guy. Then a Santa Claus walks in and catches Blanche's attention, but he pulls out a gun and tells them nobody's going anywhere. So the Santa Claus is played by an actor named Terry Kaiser. Now, Terry Kaiser, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's a character actor. He's, he's, uh, he has a lot of credits, but he, he's never been like on a, a TV show for a real long time. He kind of just plays one bit parts. So I knew him from Three's Company. He played, uh, he played a psychotic boyfriend named Max in one of my favorite episodes, uh, Dying to Meet You. Uh, Jack fakes his own death. It's pretty funny. Okay, so he's also Bernie Lomax from Weekend at Bernie's. Dorothy and Blanche try to give them their purses. Take everything. We just got to get to the airport. Uh, no, Santa doesn't want to rob anybody. He just wants somebody to spend Christmas with. He's lonely. The girls need to get to the airport, and Blanche has a plan. Oh boy, I love Dorothy. Oh, her her uh, insults to Blanche about her breasts crack me up. Okay, so Santa has presents for everybody, but Rose is pissed. She puts her foot down. 
She tells him he ruined their Christmas and he doesn't know the first thing about what Christmas is all about. <laughs> Sophia walks into the office and she is not happy. Gotta love Sophia and her mafia references. Okay, so Santa's ashamed of himself, and Rose convinces him to get some help, and then the girls rush off to the airport. All is well, right? Wrong! At the airport, their flights are canceled due to a storm. They end up in a diner where they meet Albert, the owner. He gives them cheesecake on the house. The girls realize that even though they aren't with their family celebrating Christmas, they are celebrating with each other, and that's family. That's, that's good enough. They decide to do a good deed and offer to take over the diner so Albert can go home and be with his family. And then, a Christmas miracle. Okay, so that song you heard was Surf and Safari by the Beach Boys. I did a little research on this, and on January 19th, 1977, South Florida saw brief snow from Miami to West Palm Beach, and as far south as Homestead. So I was surprised by that. I didn't know it ever snowed in Miami. That was pretty crazy. Um, so that's the end of the episode. Um... They didn't get to see their families, but they all celebrated together and realized that they already were family. Um, this is from season two, so they're still trying. They're still getting to know each other. According to Internet Movie Database, this episode got eight out of ten stars. And like I said, I picked the episode because I love the scene with Blanche's calendar. It may be one of the funniest scenes in Golden Girls history. Okay, everybody, um, that's that's this week's episode. So, do you want to know what I'm doing in next week's podcast? So, so next week I'll be doing an episode of The Wonder Years called Christmas. The week after that, I will be doing an episode of Married Children called You Better Watch Out. Classic, classic episode. The week after that, I will be doing a Simpsons episode called Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. And my husband will be co-hosting with me. So that should be a lot of fun. Thank you for joining me. I am looking very forward to this journey with you. I am so excited to be talking about these these episodes that were really near and dear to my heart that I remember that I almost have memorized. I am just so excited about this. It's going to be really fun. So thank you again and I'll be seeing you next week. Blue, 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 blue,